yeah, thank you. I knew he was running. Yeah. Don't you feel the soothness and the calmness? This is going to be a bhakti yeah. devotion because a news running. Yeah. Okay. Okay, go ahead, Paul. All right. So yesterday we were up in Grass Valley hanging out with some people. And then, of course, we were talking about duality planet. You know, let's say we were, we're living in a duality planet and we'd love to fucking migrate to a non-duality planet. Yeah, And you could say everything would be different in a non-duality planet. Uh, and so let's say, let's say Elon Musk is planning on taking us one of the SpaceX things and we're going to plan. And then we're going to be believed that all that we had here in the duality planet, we can actually leave it because in a sense, when people hear the term duality, they think there's a real place that's dualistic. It isn't. This is dreaming. Yeah. So we're dreaming yeah, of places and things. And because here is a sense of dualism, in other words, the undifferentiated light goes to like a two-lens camera, object-object, yes? And that two-lens camera projects a movie or something or a dreaming and that dreaming is dualistic yeah so get bit by unintended consequences and then the the whole so the idea that there's a there's duality there isn't duality humbly it's an appearance yeah so it's being projected by us in the dreaming, not Paul. Paul is one of the projected. Yes, it's, it's not the projecting. So the dreamt is not the dreaming. Ultimately is as everything is, but as the dreamt, it's not the dreaming. So the dreamt isn't dreaming. There's dreaming of dreams. Yeah. So this is, we find ourselves in, in, a, in a moment of time that sort of excludes the sense of our timelessness. Yeah. So now here we are. So subject object is moving all day. Sometimes you're thought about, sometimes you're the thinker. Yeah. So the thinker would be the subject. The thought about would be the object. Yeah. So it goes on. And then how we see things is from that, that little twoism. Yeah. So we see duality. We see things in a dualistic way. So, and what, the message of non-duality is saying it's not destroying duality planet because there's no duality planet. It's just negating the idea of duality. In other words, duality is an appearance. It can be an activity, but it isn't reality. Yes? There's a reality that's entertaining, let's say, itself through, through duality yeah? or manifesting itself in duality in a way of duality of Day, night, male, female, yes, no, high, low, high tide, low tides, yes? You do this, therefore that happens, stuff like that. All of that stuff, isn't. this isn't a real place that does that. It's, it's an unreal place entertained through that, yeah? So the dualism is projecting the duality, yeah? So when you, when you negate the non, the dualism, you as the subject while you're taken to be an object. When you see that activity as not true or not you, yes, then you see duality in a new light. 
Yeah. First of all, you see duality. It's not a difficult topic that you have to study eight years to get. Once you get a sense of not being it, you'll see what it's like. You will. You'll see how this goes this way and that goes that way. Let's say a life gets disturbed and goes into addiction, then goes into recovery. And yes, the person that was good gets bad and the bad gets good. Yeah, you can see it with teachers. Teachers, there were most, a lot of people who were with teachers, they loved them in the early years. Yeah, the early years, it was great. And then somehow some fucking shit happened and it got weird. Yeah, so this is what happens when you're looking at things dualistically. Things that are great can get weird. That's how it goes. And so here you're thinking the greatness is coming that first to the, from that person. And therefore it's confusing when weirdness comes out of that person. Not realizing it didn't come out of the person to begin with. The person is not enlightened. Yeah, this happened with someone I knew me who uh, who was in a, he was a Dokshen teacher, but he's a West person, like from Austria or something. I did a retreat with him once, and not with him, but like for him in Dublin once. And so over the years, he sends me email, uh, Facebook posts, and this face which and now I go to Facebook maybe every five years. Then I was going there every like two years. So I saw I saw what he sent me, and it was about this very famous Tibetan Dokshen teacher. Yeah, and in all that world, he was acknowledged as enlightened. And then he went into senility, and he went into dementia. Like he couldn't put his robes on straight. He was. You know, just off out to lunch. It would mean he would be like someone you'd run into somewhere, maybe sixth and market, but he has robes and shit. But yeah, well, there'll be someone there with robes. We saw people with weird outfits up in Grass Valley. Yesterday. So it's strange with like five flags. You know, it was just wild. So yeah, so they got really confused because they thought that person, this great master, was enlightened. Yeah, but now that grace person was channeling something else, which was dementia and senility. Yeah. Does that mean uh, there isn't enlightenment? No, it doesn't. It means there isn't anyone who's enlightened. That's what it means. Yes. Because if you think in, in enlightenment is going to be an infinite relief, the person that's demonstrated it may not be demonstrating it or is demonstrating it in a very finite point where it's it runs out and then they get weird. Yeah, they do. A lot of, sh I know a lot of people who have been with a lot of people. Fucking was great in the beginning. It was like 1970s. Whoa! 1980s. They look like they're wearing helipads here and walking around out cold with platform sandals and great hats, though, and just walking around drugged out. Fucking unbelievable. Such unbelievable shit came through them, and now some weird stuff's coming through them. Yeah? The weird stuff isn't them, nor was the great stuff. That's the great news. Yeah? So the whole point, which is easy in my point, because if you look at me, you definitely don't confuse the message with the message. You probably don't. If you hang out with me for any time, you, that, that idea gets squashed pretty quickly. It does, and I'm happy for it because they can't even, if I wanted it to grow here, it would be 
they would be stomped on by everyone's reactions. So the message is the message, and the messenger is not the message. Very clear. That which the message comes through is not what comes through's message. I mean, not that which it's coming through. It's not my message, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's important to be clear about it because the way we see things, again, in this dualistic manner, we mistake what's coming through people as the person doing it. Yeah. And our whole court system is like that. Somebody gets taken over by anger or lust and does something terrible. When they try to present that as a case in the court in America, they're going to get convicted and go to jail. Yeah. They're not going to be able to say, I was moved by anger and it, I had nothing to do with it. No, they're going to say, nope, your DNA is there, your fingerprints, everything that impart, you know, comprises you was you did it. Yeah. There's no freedom there in a sense. So the way we look at things is the way things look, tell you the truth. And a lot of times, a lot of people spend a lot of time uh, trying to study how things look, but they look the way we look at them. Yeah. The way we look at them is how they're seen. That's why the worst thing that ever happened can be the best thing that happened, which that occurrence happens quite a lot in people who go from active addiction to recovery. That time they got pulled over by the cops was the worst thing that ever happened to them. And then after a few months, it led to them going to into sobriety. Now it's seen as the best thing that happened to them because they weren't going to stop doing that what they were doing until they got intervened on. So yeah, worst thing, best thing. What was it? Was it the worst thing? And then it transformed itself into the best thing. Or did we give it all the meaning it has? A lot of people come here with, they say they're the course of miracles, but that's what the course of miracles is presenting. It's presenting that we are the dreaming of this dreaming. And we, as like the focal point of this subjective experience, is giving everything all the meaning it has. And, you know, people, great writers have written about it. What's his name? Marquez wrote about this story about a murder in a small South American town village. And it, there was eight eyewitnesses or seven eyewitnesses. And every this, of this place. So a reality isn't imposed here. A, re a reality is given here. Yeah. And then that reality given now can impose itself on us. But it doesn't start with a reality imposing itself on us. It starts with reality, dreaming, right? Giving it the meaning, and then that meaning can impose itself on us. It's explained perfectly in a, in a statement in the Course of Miracles, which is, follow it. It's, it's, it's an incredible, it's like a diagnosis for everyone's day, really, from the Course of Miracles view, I think. All right, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. So that's not saying, oh, you and I are the dreaming of the dream yesterday. Yeah, or in 1921, or it's, or in 2025. No, right now, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. Right now. So this place is dependent on us seeing it. Right, right at this moment. If you weren't seeing it, it would be as if it didn't exist. The only way it would exist is in memory. 
It wouldn't exist. You wouldn't be feeling it, seeing it, tasting it, touching it. No. Yeah. Everything you trigger the whole play every time you look left or right, truly, in a sense. And so, so here, you and I, so this is the, uh, this is, they're just putting something out there and see if it fits, you know, this description. So the Course is Miracle saying, you and I are the dreaming of the dream. I don't like the word dream because it sounds like it's a thing, but dreaming. So I would say you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming, okay? That's his first explanation of what's happening. Nothing right or wrong. What's going on? You and I are the dreaming of the dreaming. And then usually what happens up, other opinions that seem to crowd your little space arise out of that statement. And you go, well, I thought I was in a dream. And I thought I was in a mad God's dream. And I'm fucking really pissed off. Or, you know, I want them to be out of my dream. And then I can't seem to be the dreamer because I wish, I wish them dead and they're still alive. So what the fuck's going on? Yeah. So that stuff is there influencing, but you don't see it. But when an Im invitation is given, it brings up some unknown guests to the dinner party, to you. And you can see, hey, wait a minute. You can see the truth in stuff that you were just rolling over every day because something else was telling you another truth. Suddenly it gets displayed as false and then the truth becomes like an aha. You know, ah, yes, exactly. I've been dreaming, you know? How could a best thing turn into the worst thing and then back to the best thing? If it was a thing, it would be a thing. If it was a thing and it was called the worst thing, it would be a worse thing. And like certain things, like an animal, let's say a, a pit bull doesn't turn into a German shepherd in three years. Yeah, you get a pit bull, it stays a pit bull. Yeah, you get this, but in the head, you have an incident, it's the worst thing that ever happened to you, it turns into the best thing that happened to you. And it doesn't change, you change. I have the same police account of that day that I thought was the worst day in my life. It's written somewhere. I know the hour I got arrested. I know the hour where they asked me while I was on the Bay Bridge, what bridge are you on? And I said, the Golden Gate Bridge. And immediately they said, Mr. Hedeman, step out of the car and I was off to go to jail. Yeah, it's all written down. And I proclaim that to be the worst day I ever had at that time. Yeah, it's there. How did that somehow, first of all, it's long gone. How did it commingle to become the best thing that ever happened? Because it's empty. If something is empty, it can carry wine, water, this, that. If it's a wine bottle, it's carrying wine, yes? So that bottle is now not empty. And what it can carry is, is determined by what's in it. So the wine's in it, the bottle's carrying wine, clear. But if it's empty, if something doesn't have a meaning, it can carry any meaning. Any meaning we could come up with to put into something, it could carry because it's empty. It's not beholden to one meaning. It's not a thing. It's empty, as they say in Buddhism. So emptiness, em something that's empty can be anything because you can give it a meaning. If it already has a meaning, it's going to stop your meaning and your meaning is going to run into its meaning. This is what happens now. 
we forgot we forgot that we're dreaming and we've given a lot of shit a lot of meaning and now it's imposing that meaning we've given it on us and we act as if it should be different but we have no power to change it because we're not seeing it as the dreaming we're seeing it as the dreamt we don't see that that punch started way back here we only see when it's right here we don't see our role in it. It's like that Ed Norton and Brad Pitt, the fight club. The whole movie, Ed Norton thinks there's someone fucking with him. And he and it, 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 he pictures it as Brad Pitt. And so the whole thing, Brad Pitt's fucking with Ed Norton's agenda. Then Ed Norton, in the end, has a wake-up moment, many of them. And one of them is he sees a surveillance camera in a underground car lot where he had a big fight with Brad Pitt and there was no Brad Pitt. It was just him hitting himself and running around. And it was like, what? And so the whole thing dropped. <laughs> and, and it wasn't like Brad Pitt got killed. Well, it's getting hot in here. Brad Pitt got killed or got sent away. He's, there was no Brad Pitt. It was Ed Norton all the time. Yeah, you can just turn it to zero, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you see it? So you and I give everything all the meaning it has. We forget that. Wow, that's an incredible statement. It's right in the big Course of Miracles. I don't remember the page, but I do remember that because it seemed to be, what? All right, great, incredible statement. You and I give everything all the meaning it has but we forget that. What? Wait a minute. That sounds like a big thing not to forget. Don't you think? But sort of like when we go on a trip, we always forget something. But this is a huge something to forget that you are the dreaming of this dreaming. <laughs> oh, we forget it. Oh. How? See, that's what I'm interested in. How does it, I'm the dreaming. How does it seem like I'm, I forgot it? Well, taking this to be me. I'm taking a dreamt, an object of the dream, to be the subject of the dream. This is what non-duality is negating. We're an object in a dream, taking ourselves to be the subject of the dream, and it's very fucking confusing because the dream doesn't seem to go the way we want it to go. <laughs> yeah. And you would think from that limited understanding of the head that if you were the one doing it, you could change what you do but it doesn't seem to work because that's not the truth. The dreamt is what something comes through. The dreamt is not doing it. And the dreamt is in a dilemma of powerlessness. From a misunderstanding, it believes it can change a lot of shit it can't change. And it frustrates the hell out of it. And it produces a lot of bad side effects. And they can be easily renamed, not stops, because it will probably keep doing it, but you'll lose interest in the play. Yeah. Just as if you were watching five movies and one of them had you in it, you'd probably be watching that more than the other four, even though it was less interesting, bad production. As long as it you, you're gonna be you'll be eating stale popcorn, terrible juju bees, because you know it's you. But if it wasn't you, there would be a, like a spectrum or panoramicness would happen where you'd see all the movies, yeah, instead of just that one, because you're not, there's no ideation or it's 
there still is an ideation of the star, but you've lost a lot of interest. <laughs> I mean, it's like Die Hard Paul 8, you're not going to go see. You know, it's the first die hard with you in it maybe but after a while the movie sucks so you open to so now you see what's going on and it becomes quite enriching where the other thing was getting quite boring yes i mean how many people have gotten stuck in a role they had like that poor guy henry winkler and happy days became the fonz he had to live with that leather jacket <laughs> fucking 40 years with the thumbs probably someone probably hated him so much they broke his thumbs just to fuck with him i'm not i'm not the fonz yes but everyone thinks you are yes so this whole obsession with the character can turn into an extreme activity where Instead of not losing interest in that, you see you in every other movie. <laughs> it's like, where's Waldo? You put it in there when it has nothing to do with it. So now you think you have everything to do with whatever else is going on. We used to have a lady we used to hang out with, and she could worry with the best of them. I mean, swear. I wanted to start an 800 number, and you would call in with your concerns and worry, and she would worry for you. Yeah, just call in. And we guarantee it, send us a couple of bucks, big or small, and then we'll get back to you in a week after she's thought about it for a week. It was just amazing. I would try to say something that there would be no way it could have anything to do with her and see how long it would take for the head to make it about her. And her record was fucking great. I was talking about something in Australia, and then it was brought back deers jumping over a fence eating her berries in like less than a second. It's unbelievable. And I swear, she would, she'd be sitting and I would go like this in the car and she'd come too. And she thought I was a, a miracle worker, but I could have done it any moment <laughs> because she was out to lunch constantly. I could have just gone, she would have done the same thing. It wasn't like after four years, I'm like, oh, I, can, no, she, I could have done it any moment. La-di-da. <laughs> Didn't have to have a ritual or anything. Wait a minute, just a little thing just brought it back. <laughs> it's not the person, I could care less. Really, I just use it. I use myself for examples. It doesn't matter. It's seeing something. So you and I are the dreaming of the dream coming out of the Course of Miracles. I would change you and I to we are the dreaming of the dreaming. So because the head loves to make something not an active present tense. It likes, oh, I'm going to go over this like us, like a, you know, an intelligent understanding. No, you're in the river we're talking about completely. You're going down the fucking, it's like that rogue wave that hit these people in, in uh, Ventura the other day. It was so funny to watch. They're hanging near the wall at the beach and wanted to, there was two guys there in a truck and other people. And the two guys were watching the, wall, the wave that was going to hit them for a few, like 20 seconds coming. One of the guys got a little bit faster than the other guy. The other guy was coming over the wall and he realized, and everyone goes, run! And then all these people get whacked. But the first guy just, it was coming right up and suddenly he fucking, I mean, somewhat out to lunch, don't you think? <laughs> You see the thing coming because you have an idea. I don't see waves coming over this. You know, that just doesn't, boom. <laughs> the other one took off and they got hurt. Like eight of them went to the hospital. 
because the the power that one guy got ran into a mailbox. He just like just got whacked, and they were running. <laughs> it was it was like the bully of the beach. One rogue wave showed up. <laughs> so you and I are the dream of the dream. We forget that. So there's an active forgetting of what's going on. It's not a passive forgetting, it's an active one. Because what's going on is always going on. The truth is always truth. Mm -hmm. So there's an active uh, denial of it, yeah? Yeah, we don't know that. That's part of what we represent, really. We're, we're the active denial of what we are, tell you the truth, in some ways, in a harsh, like compassionate view of Course in Miracles, uh, being firm in faith into something else that is not you is the act of denial of what you are. That's what happens, all right? So here you go. We're dreaming this dreaming. We forget that we're dreaming. I would say through the act of being identified as the dreamt, yeah? So now we're seeing life as the dreamt and we see, and in this situation, when life is seen as the dreamt, all the, everything that we have given meaning to now has the ability to give meaning to us. So now shit that we had an immunity to now can bite us in the ass because we have an ass then. We're seemingly an object and then what's flinging around in world of objects can hit you. Yeah. When you're the space of everything flowing, throwing around, nothing gets hit. You don't get hit like it says, your attack thoughts are attacking your invulnerability. The invulnerability is the, is the knowing of what you are to the slings and arrows of what you're not. Yeah. Now, are you going to get out of anything scot-free? Who knows? Maybe, maybe not, but you'll travel lighter through. What more do you want? So if you're taken to be the dreamt, then everything that you were dreaming without knowing it, all the projection now that you're perceiving is real, but projection came first. This is what it says in the Course. Mind projected, we perceive. This perceives the projections of mind, big M mind. So the mind is dreaming, the dreamt perceives it. And the dreamt perceives it, and the head said it, says it's real. To verify that we're real. Tell you the truth. Just like when I saw my Uncle Fred's body and I had that very quick hit that I that's not Uncle Fred because he was dead, you know, in the coffin. And later on, when I now I never forgot that, but it came up for review with especially with the seat assignment. When I saw that, why did I see Uncle Fred as a body all that time? And yet was that misunderstanding was removed in like an instant when I saw Uncle Fred's body without existence in it. It wasn't moving. It wasn't animated. And it was obvious that which was animated was not Uncle Fred. Yeah. So when Uncle Fred sort of split, the body wasn't animated and it was clear that wasn't Uncle Fred. But why was that the way I saw things? Because I took myself to be Paul. The subjectiveness of Paul, I took it to be an object. And I saw the same thing. And when I saw the object of Paul represented by the object of Uncle Fred, there was a clear, clear very clear uh, lesson there that I'm not Uncle, I'm not that body. Now, did it come to help at that time? No, it got lost in the shuffle of the guards, but it was still in the deck. So when things happened as I got older, it became obvious. I was reminded of that.
that humble friend moment quite a lot because this is exactly what I feel we're saying here and a lot of the Course of Miracles is saying. It says, hey, there's a being a firm faith. Now it says in a something else you have made to be yourself. I don't believe you made it. But I believe the head makes it. That's where I, I differentiate. So firm in faith. So it's, it's not saying you are doing it. All right, you are right now firm faith. It's what's happening. And then there's a story of you and me. But what's actually happening is this firm in faith in this something else that the mental state has made to be ourselves. So we have been given an identity, a triangulating point, an object to, to go over, to live from, to validate, to have all this stuff, yeah? And in that activity of faith in the, in the um, this something else, we're in the act of denial of what we are in the present moment. So as Jesus would say, you can't serve two masters at the same time. If you're serving the master of the make-believe, you're not gonna you'll you're gonna have lots of gods, but they're not gonna have a godly power, so to speak, because you'll be the power. The head will be the god, like we say in recovery. First thing you need to do is quit playing God. So obviously, if you know it or not, a lot of people believe there's something playing God right there. And it's in the head, and we're listening to it. Yeah. We're hearing it, but it's gone a lot farther than hearing it. We're listening to it. Some have subscribed to it quite a lot. We're, you know, we're getting the infinite scroll of it all day. And it's this addiction to me is very, it's wow, sun shower, very cool. Eh? Now that would usually flip out. If, if you had a real, real rational logic, you would go, Sun and shower doesn't really blend well. So a sun shower seems a little like, wow, that's unusual. No, it ain't. It's your head, the way you think is fucking unusual. You think if there's sun out, there can't be a shower. <laughs> and hence, if there's showering, there can't be a sun. Just is insane. Uh, well, so, all right. Does that shoe fit? If it fits, wear it. Yeah. So maybe you'll get a sense because obviously it's easy to get a sense you're the dreamt because you're seeing it and everything like that. But then some people believe they're in God's dream or they're in someone else's dream or there's something or this is just a simulation or this is a eleven. There's eleven possibilities on this on this stage of play. It can look tons of ways, but there's always a sense that there's someone there. What non-duality is saying is. That sense of someone there is a mistake recognition of the I am and they fall in Paul. Yeah. So there's a recognition, the sentient object, it picks up the presence of I am, but it believes it's verifying the idea of being Paul. So now the I am, which you could rest in quite well without the pillow of Paul or Steve or Mary or Amelia. Now we're getting, you know, when they someone kills someone with the with the uh, pillow. So we're in resting in the I am getting suffocated with Paul. <laughs> I can't, and then when you break through, it's Paul killing Paul. <laughs> I didn't know I hated myself so much. <laughs> so if you lose interest, which you can't do as that, as Paul, you can't lose interest in Paul. That's interest in Paul. 
We just had it yesterday. Someone is, you can't get out of something. That's the point. You can't get out of here. Yeah. Why? Because it's not a real place. That's the frustration. If your head goes as far as it can go, it's going to bang into a wall. It's not an infinite space. The head is not swimming in a fucking infinite infinity pool. It's a very 12 by 14. There's a low area and then there's a high area. Yeah, you can drown maybe in the high area. But if you swim, you're going to hit something. And your head's not going to be able to go farther. It can't. It's a program. It can't. There's a place that the response to it is don't know. Literally, as Zen would say, the highest form of mind, this crazy mind here, is don't know. Because you're going to hit that thing, and you you have these vague lots of concepts of what it's like, but you can't get there. It's like the party is great, but as soon as I get there, it sucks. You know what I mean? So you can't make it, you can't get there and not have it suck. It's just the way it goes. It's sort of like the smell you're trying to get away from. You're the source of the smell. Yeah. After you're blaming everyone, it's actually you that stinks. <laughs> so no matter if you go to another room, it doesn't matter. You're bringing the stench with you. And you're like, That's what, you just can't get it because you can't get it. Funny you bring that up now with the latest news about stinking. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what? You can't, you cannot get you can't get it it just cannot self cannot get out of self this is the great news the great news is not keep trying to transcend something is realize you're not in it yeah lose interest in i'll tell you man how it worked with me i did not get liberated i lost interest in it the need to be liberated truly that which and i saw distinctly these drives and motivations that had the name of Paul on it has nothing to do with what I am. They're not. And I, there's been a lot of loss in interest in all of its lofty plans and designs because I just don't see it as me. That's the freedom. So it's a, not like uh, you do the same thing, but without it and it succeeds. No, you just lose interest in all of it. You do. You're, you're totally here. And I swear, since I was young, I had an itch to get out. Right. Whatever out meant, maybe was out of my where my parents were or my older sister or whatever. But there was always a desire to get out a lot. And that desire to get out started to take uh, a true form of like reading a lot of science fiction and a ground Poe and then drinking and then doing drugs and then after that failed spirituality. And basically I wanted to use everything like a stairway to heaven. And I'd hope none of you were in heaven. Yes, so that would be part of the heaven, so to speak. So I was trying to get out. And I, I thought I gave it a good shot, at least in one, one vocation, which was drug addiction. I was a fucking pro. I, I was a natural for drug addiction, I was. Natural, I didn't tweak, shoot up, I did nothing. Yeah, I could hold my insanity. I had a very high level of respect out there in my little low rung circles. I did. I was not known as a tweaker and shit like that. People would actually match me up with other giant big hitters of the coke. 
cocaine world and really go off for 10 days and see who fucking tweaks first. Who's, who's the first person to look through the blinds or underneath the door and see if someone's coming? Just sit there. <laughs> Right. You flinched. You're out. Yes. And there I was on the own, on my own cocaine mountain. So, <laughs> hey, there's a lot of pride in low-hanging low circles. There is everywhere. There was a lot of pride. In, we looked at people who snorted coke as fucking amateurs. Yeah. Fucking even who smoked it. We were the ones who shot it. It was the purest way to do it and the quickest way to do it. Fuck these people, forget them. Oh, that guy, he snorts, don't let him come over. Fuck this. Jesus, what a waste of the cocaine. Seriously, this all the shit happens everywhere. Yes. You have, you think, you know, this, just go to Asia. The North Thais hate the Southern Thais. The Southern, because, and they, there's prejudice everywhere. This is just how subject objectness sees things. It sees things in a dividing way. It does. It's trying to identify with a group or a tribe or a club or anything, and then have the other as something to hate in some respect. It's just the nature of not us, but of the head. And then trying to, you're not gonna, you're not gonna beat it out of it or educate it out of it. What happens is if that stuff comes up, you see it as not you. That works, yeah? Because you're gonna have racist things come up. You probably are. If you grew up in a certain area, I grew up with Italians and Irish. We were sort of segregated. When we met other different people, immediately, you know, it was like, fuck, you know? To try to say, oh, I'm, that's not, I'm never gonna, no. Just admit that it's not you that did it and there'll be a loss of interest in it. Yes, that's how to get out of this shit. Not by trying to get out of the shit. You see that you're not the one who hates anybody. You're not. And you lose interest in the hate because the hate is really there to feel the one. It is. It's not really about the other. It's the bigger reflection of a one with the, with the hated other. That's all. You're just trying to make you bigger by making them smaller. And because we know we're so small as what we're not, it's a fucking job. And hate has to beget more hate and divisiveness, more divisiveness, yeah? Make more elite clubs and hanging out and stuff. Oh, man, people identify with a baseball team and they kill people at a stadium. You got to say they killed them for because of the baseball team? No. They killed them for the meaning that was given to it. Like a threat to their baseball team is a threat to them. That's mind. That's the head. Baseball team didn't. And set it up that way, you know. But so, yeah, you and I give everything all the meaning it has. We're forgetting that in that condition, which is the act of being identified as the dreamt, we now, everything that we're giving meaning to has the ability to give us meaning. So now we've filled emptiness with meaning, and now the emptiness is rolling over us. Yeah. Yes, it's a perfect. Uh, description of every day of everyone here. Yeah? So what happens? This message is to see what you're not. It's not to see what you are or be what you are. You're already that. Yeah. You have always seen everything from awareness. You're not going to start seeing everything from awareness. Right. You've always seen everything from awareness. Something misdirected that and called it you. Yeah. You saw everything. 
you've never seen shit. The emblem does not turn over the car. It doesn't drive the car. It's not the engine. It's an emblem. You call all these activities a Toyota. They're not Toyota. It's a name. Yes. So this name isn't doing squat. Yeah. So uh, to me, it's been incredibly helpful because I was walking around here and the greatest, the easiest way to symbolize, I felt what was going on was the term dreaming. It just seems to be the best because we have those experiences at night. And it's interesting that most, most dreams I've ever remembered at night were our bodies. Even though I didn't see myself as a body, I was looking from some view, I would say the empty view, I, but I saw the dreaming was all bodies. I have not had the dream of voidness ever that I remember. I guess you wouldn't remember voidness. Most every dream I've had were bodies, satellites, fucking birds, animals, people, things. Yes. So I dream of things like Philip K. Dick, the, the book that they Kate took Blade Runner out of. You know, uh, do androids dream of electric sheep? Yes. So do androids dream of electric sheep? Like because we're supposedly people, so we would dream of real sheep. But really, are we androids that are dreaming of electric sheep? Whatever. But it has an implication there. So yeah. So all right. So just like when we are talk, uh, if you ever read any translations of question and answers from people like Ramana and stuff you always run into a questioner that asks, is there free will or predetermination? And then some of them get slicker. They go, is there free will in predetermination? Which is tricky, yeah? And so this one time, one of these little booklets I got, which I remember, I don't remember a lot, but I remember these things. They're like nuggets to me. When I heard them, it produced an avalanche. And every time I say that statement, there's a yodeling, there's an echo of that avalanche. Yeah, I, in other words, cool. it's like resurrecting a realization. Cool. Just, yeah, it's pretty cool. So it gives, it's just, it's a good whack. Yeah, very good whack. So he's answering it, so he says, and just follow this because in, this has to do with time. So there's something that's before and then something comes after it. Yes? So he says, all right. He answers, listen, if there's a sense of individuality, there's going to be a sense of free will. Pretty fucking incredible answer. If there's a sense of individuality, it doesn't say if there's an individual because there isn't. And there's not an individual that is having a sense of individuality. There's a sense of individuality that's being manufactured by the head, yeah? If there's a sense of individuality, there's gonna be a sense of free will. So a lot of people, while they're asking the question, is there free will, are in the sense of individuality. And asking about the sense of free will is distracting from the real point, to tell you the truth, and this is what Ramana says, the, all these questions about this have no value except who the hell's asking them. He doesn't say who the hell, but who is it that's asking or who wants to know? Because it's the sense of individuality. Yeah. And the sense of individuality is not put out by an, from an individual. It manufactures the feeling of an individual. So we take 
ourselves to be the sense that we're feeling because the sense gets interpreted to imply it's us. So the I am is the sense. And then there's the individuality is given to it. Yeah, the mental state shoots it up with, it means Paul. So when we're feeling on and present, we think we're here, Paul. Paul is an unanimated puppet. What's giving it life is I am, not the puppet. Paul is not I am. There's I am, and then there's a big, infinite void of emptiness and timelessness, and then there, in time, there's Paul. So what you're feeling Paul as is I am. The presence of I am is the presence of Paul. Yeah. And then that presence of Paul being not true has to be supported by what? A lot of mental processes. Mm -hmm. And one of them is the thought system. Another is the memory. Because you're pictured as a body. You're thought about as a body. You're felt as a body. So the I am is now in a fucking photo, fucking whatever you call those things, when you have a lot of photo, photo albums. You have photo albums of the I am as Paul. Paul. And then suddenly the I am is completely forgotten and Paul is idolized. Paul, 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 Paul. And trauma does it too. Right? Yeah, all this shit, everything. This is why I don't believe in dealing with trauma directly because it's what's before the trauma that gives it the meaning. Right. Yeah, trauma doesn't have all right. Getting run over by a car has eighty-five percentile trauma, and everyone who gets run over by a car is going to have eighty. No, it's it's has to do with the person, or actually not the person, but mind. Yeah, right. I was in a I was in a hall uh, a hall in a hospital because I. With a lot of extremely damaged physical specimens, a lot of them from motorcycle accidents. For me, it was getting run over by a car. We were in a teaching hospital and we were severely fucked physically. And they wanted us to commune together for some fucking, you know, support. And so some of the people there started to drink like crazy. Some people that would drink like crazy stopped drinking. Yeah. The, 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 the effects or the response or the reactions to the same trauma were completely different because it's not the trauma, it's mind, it's the dreaming. Yes. So people want to say trauma is the cause of everything. I don't believe trauma is the cause of everything. The cause of everything is what's dreaming it. Yeah. So just like it says, what is it? The causeless cause. Right? No, the causeless effects. So that's dreaming. So the effects that are happening in dreaming, the Course of Miracles calls them the causeless effects. There's effects, but they're not, not cause because what's punching me isn't real. Though the imagined experience is an effect. I got wild. In fact, it's effect. No one did it. It's dreaming. Yeah, this is incredible, beautiful, brilliant. Because you know how much you pin on everyone else? Your fucking turmoils. I just had it this, we just, yeah. Right. It's, it brings you a humility because as that which you are or not, it can have humility. It starts, somehow it starts accepting maybe begrudgingly its limitations. It cannot see that far. It cannot swivel this head. 
They cannot do a lot of shit. Yeah. So that's the knowledge that's important is to recognize this doesn't cannot get this message. What you're not's not getting this message because it, you already are the message. Yeah. This is an incredible different message than anything else delivered. Non-duality is not like every fucking thing else. It isn't. It's saying that the, the dreamt condition you're hoping for is already readily available. It may not be the way it looks, but it is. Yeah. And it constantly takes the like the rug that's at the beginning of the race and just pulls the rug out of all the participants. So you're just stunned there. When the shot goes off, you're like, what? <laughs> you realize I've done this before. It's this race isn't win. It's back to this. Oh, you don't go anywhere. The race is run, but it's never won. You're back again and again. After 40 rotations, hopefully something, something happens. You don't move when the guy shoots the gun. And then you see the emperor with no clothes. The fucking all the runners, you, the guy who shot the thing. Fuck. Yeah, and it may be the, and you're going to be running that race, but maybe you'll travel lighter through it now. Yes, yeah. Well, that's why it's futility. It's failure that's the greatest success. To you, it's failure. All your attempts to get out of yourself that have failed, and they all will. They all will. It's destined. Yes, yeah? is to bring you to the point of realizing that you're not that. Yeah. So you get out of that which wants to get out of something. And how you get out of that which wants to get out of something, you see you've never been it. You're not in it. You've never been it. Yeah? And therefore, you don't try to get out of an imaginary place. You see the imaginariness of it. Yeah? And it, it just, to me, lets you see blue is blue, red is red. Things become clearer, simple. Yeah? Is everything doesn't need an esoteric answer. Someone just explained to me, he feels much better when he's eating a certain way. I said, well, try to eat that certain way. He was fucking unbelievable. But we're going to go off on some metaphysical thing. Yeah, just try it for the day. If you fucking up, just do it again tomorrow. You know, what? Oh, yeah. That's great that you know something helps that which is bothered, being bothered. A lot of people never get there. How many people have a dilemma that they've been seeking relief from that haven't been able to, to find that relief? Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah. We're starting a new uh, process. People are now going to come at, to the, at the end of the meeting. Yeah. There you go. So at the end of the meeting, meeting uh, we all get up and go to see coffee. Tina, <laughs> how are you? Yeah, good. Uh, you know the meeting starts at one. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. It's one fifty-two. Made a little late. Oh, you yeah. made it a little late. All right. Well, we'll try to extend it a little. But uh, I sort of shot my wad, so to speak. <laughs> We've gone over it. We... All these spiritual teachers would say that. <laughs> we might say. Fuck, asshole, uh, all these things. Go to hell, but not shoot your butt. Well, we can, we can go to the spiritual sperm. That's a good example, too. Spiritual sperm. Well, we were just sharing about a statement. You ever hear of the Quest of Miracles? Interesting 
it's a, it was a, I believe there was a download to a woman in the 70s and it was presented as as the, the mind of Christ, not Jesus, but the mind of Christ was talking about uh, a lot of things. And basically he would present this whole place as- Hey, Paul. Yeah. Hello, Paul? Say, yes. Paul, your voice is really breaking yes. up. Can you be a little bit closer to the microphone? No, we can't, this is it. We're just at the, uh, we're at the mercy of the church's uh, Wi-Fi. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, much better. Thank you. All right, I'll just keep looking at you guys. Right. And, uh, in here. We were, well, we just had some two guests come in. They, uh, they were experiencing uh, the first shall be last and the last shall be first. So they just got here. The meeting, <laughs> we're just going to try to uh, do a quick review of what we were talking about today. So this statement is, you know, the idea of non-duality. And non-duality is a negation of duality. And duality is not a thing or a real place. It's how we see stuff. Yeah. So we are presenting or a view has grown from a, a presentation of a subject objectness. Yes. So as an example, sometimes you are thought about, yeah, you're sitting at home and your head is going over you and you're pictured as a body. Yes. So that would be, you're being thought of as a body. Yeah. And then you now are the one that's thinking about someone else. Now you're the subject, you're the thinking uh, and the other person's the object. Yes. So you play a role a lot in this event, subject object. And non-duality is the negation of duality, which is subject object, or the dualism is the mother of duality. So duality is a way of seeing something. There's not, there's not a something that's called duality. Yeah. So it's a way of seeing, and we are a way of seeing right now. So many of us are seen through a lens of duality. And this became a problem in a certain way, especially concerning our own nature, because people would try to find their own nature out through this artificial nature of the subject object. And then as a solution, which I would say, just like when recovery showed up in AA in this world, it was grace, I feel, that brought a solution. Non-duality is so grace to bring a solution to this misunderstanding because we are what we're looking for. The way we're looking for it isn't us, but what we're looking for is. Yeah? So what we are, not the way we're looking, because right now many of us are looking through a lens of duality. So we're seeing ourselves as the subject. We see everyone else as an object. Yet un you know, unknowingly or knowingly, that subject there sees this as an object. So while I'm thinking I'm the subject, she's thinking I'm an object. Yes, this is subject objectness. What non-duality, I, I humbly feel, is assuming that you are what you're looking for. You are what you're looking for. So what needs to be addressed is the looking for it, obviously. Because if you are what you're looking for, maybe it would take a nanosecond <laughs> to find. I mean, I wouldn't even say it would take, but if there was any time, if you are what you're looking for, it wouldn't take long, would it, to find it? Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. You would be, you would be 
after the founder. You would never, it would, you'd be before the founder, you're it. Yes. So this is the message. What's looking is what you're looking for, or as Ramana Hashi's put it, the greatest mystery being ourselves reality. Yeah. The greatest mystery, and then the reason why being ourselves reality is reality wanting to attain reality. Yeah. So let's just put for one, let's replace one reality with Paul, aka reality, but appearing as Paul, a long lasting, independent, separate thing. Yes. But AKA, in other words, it's reality, but it's taking itself to be Paul. And from that point of view, it makes sense for Paul to look for reality because it's hoping that at least reality is going to bring some relief from what Paul has been going through. Yes. But unfortunately, it's Paul is the reality it's looking for. It can't get over that fact or get to that fact because it keeps trying to get to that fact as Paul. When Paul is what gets negated by non-duality, it does not get affirmed, yeah? We affirm it by seeing it, and then we meet it with negation. You see all this stuff that used to take to be aspects of you, and you see it's not you. And in that negation, the obviousness of what you are as what you're looking for becomes obvious. See, what's obvious doesn't seem to be obvious here for many of us. What's very simple doesn't seem to be simple here for many of us. And non-duality is a very simple message. You are what you're looking for. You know, the seeker is the sought. Yeah. Where most of us, when we take ourselves to the head, presents us as a seeker, the sought is not us. Or maybe it's a better us or the original us, or something we believe we lost and we're going to find it. But basically, the seeker and the sort are not at the same locale and at the same time. Yeah. And from this view, from this dynamic, it's going to take time for the seeker to seek the sort. And it looks like it's going to have to move, because obviously, if it's seeking it, it can't be in the same place that the, that the seeker is. Or that would mean the seeker is the sort, <laughs> which the seeker doesn't want to arrive at. So it wants to arrive at the sort as the seeker. <laughs> and this is the negation of the seeker because the seeker is the sort. So here, seeker, sort, time and space, yes? Because there seems to be some difference, yeah, obviously. Seeker, is something other than sort, or why would there be seeking? This is the, this is the, the redundancy of the fucking message of non-duality. It's a stubborn little hiccup that it's not, repetition may not do it, but one time in this line of repetition, it may happen. There may be a recognition where that space and time collapses and the seeker is the sort right where you are like you get it bam I'm like that so there's no sort which means there's no space and there's no sort that means there's no time and there's and there's no seeker so it's here and now like that and it's not where you ended up it's the beginning of all yeah so you start here you did not arrive here therefore you could get kicked out or you could lose it you're it 
it has it doesn't have it's not like you got it that would have qualification qualification that you could lose it it's it exempts all those quali uh, disqualifications you are it now with no requirements necessary to be it because you are it and that which you can't have you also cannot lose which is fantastic and basically uh to the head it's a huge snag it's it just ran into an unbreakable uh, <laughs> fact. And hopefully uh, a lot of the charade will collapse and your life will just uh, appear to be you traveling lighter through the events and circumstances. Not that all the events and circumstances get great. They may not, but you'll travel lighter through it all. Yeah. And just like you forget the day when you go to sleep, I'm sure this is never going to seem to have ever happened when you pass away. Yeah. So it's much ado about nothing, as Shakespeare would say. Yeah. Of course, it means a lot because we're giving it a lot of meaning. And so you can't underestimate that. You can't present an absolute as the as the ever-present uh, advice all day. It doesn't work. Yeah. So if some if the action figure has a problem and he can probably use some skillful means to relieve it of the problem. Yeah. But the bigger problem is the mistaking identity as being, because see this, see, if you saw just the rawness of activity, you would see subject object very clearly, but it's pictured and it put in a package called a long lasting independent separate thing. So being remembered as a single unit is a way of deterring the obviousness of the subject objectness. So we don't get it because when I, I don't look like two people, I don't. I don't look like the person, the person that you know was thought about and the person that was thinking look the same. And it's a single thing. So how could this be duality? But this is not what the duality is. It uses this to to uh well do what it just did, to deny the obviousness of the activity we're in or the lens we're seeing everything through, which is a subject object lens. And non-duality is just saying there's not two of that. Yeah, There's no subject-object. There's no object-subject. Uh, and so you can't look for yourself as a subject, Yeah, because it's not that. You can't look for yourself as an object because it's not that. And you can't think about it because it's nothing to be thought about. And so it's truly in the condition of indescribable, unknowable, incomprehensible. Why not fucking revel in that? That's a hallelujah. Could you imagine have a, having a higher power of your own understanding? Be fucking a very weak power. But how about a higher power of its own understanding? That's revelatory. That's what's going to enlarge in the scope here. Not you getting a better or a different idea, but seeing it's not you, you're going to open into a panoramic view, which will see the myopic like it sees everything else. It's not like, Chair, 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 terrible chair. You know, it's like view, 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 view. One of them's myopic. It's not like doesn't have any hatred towards it. The myopic will not cannot see the panoramic because it would be a threat to the myopic. Yes, because the myopic is a very jealous view. It says there's no other view that can be put before it, which is all bogus. And therefore, it's not going to allow you any free time in panoramic build. It's not. It's going to make up like Pleasantville, that movie, 
a town of its own making and call it, oh, this is heaven. No, it fucking ain't. Playing 18 holes of golf on a nice day is not heaven. It's not, you know what I mean? It's, and you are going to be there in heaven just as you appeared to be here. No, you know. <laughs> Ah, no. So there is a solution. This solution is beautiful because it's only seen as a solution as long as there are there's a problem. When the solution works, there is no problem. So there's no need for a solution. Yeah. You don't need a special little pocket to keep the solution and don't have to touch it all day. It becomes it's a fact. It doesn't have to become a fact for you. It's a fact. Yeah, it's a fact. It is. If you take your far as you can go, there's still something before you. Yeah. That which is studying can't be studied. You can study everything else, but try to study that which is studying. You can't. It's always that which is before the camera is always before the camera back here. And we are an appearance after, you know, on this side of the camera. This is never going to be there. Yes. You see this is not you from here. So like here in this, and then we're going to end. Eh? That's all right. Before when this, there was a seeker and the sort. Yeah. Let's say that dynamics in place. Realizations. Oh, incredible realizations. And I was seeing more. They're really incredible. Unbelievable. Super bright. Everything like this. Non-duality realization. Root, you see that which was claiming the realizations is not you. Yeah, it doesn't stay like this and just reinforce you. It reveals you as what you're not. That's the beauty of That's the beauty of non-duality. You see what you're not from what you are, and there'll be a loss of interest in a lot of its activities. And maybe, and it will be the best fucking boon what you're not could ever get. It just can't be delivered through what you're not. It can be expressed through what you're not. It can be come through what you're not, but what you're not can't produce it or it would have already. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. That's it. So thanks, man. We're going to go have coffee if you like. You have time? Just in Sausalito, not yeah. far. Right. Yeah, come down and then we'll hang out there for a while. Oh, the Zoom, yes. Let me ask. Anu, any questions there? We're having a Zoom at the same time. So. Anu, any questions? No hands up that are visible, but um, anybody have questions? That are visible. <laughs> let's not, uh, let's not question, take the yes. invisible hand. I have a question. Yeah. yeah. So I'm new in this uh, topic. So uh, what you're talking, so it's you that you are talking and uh, I'm here listening. So I'm not you and you are not me. So I don't understand this. I know that's, that's a good place to stay and end. You don't understand. This is not about furthering and understanding. It's about seeing the limitations of understanding. So the best way to start hearing the message is, I don't understand what the fuck this guy's talking about. Great. I hope it stays like that. Yeah. Do you understand? Right now, while we're here, there's a mental activity that says it's here. 
And that mental activity wants to understand what's going on, not for the understanding of that, but to reinforce itself, yes? And basically, when it understands something, it usually neuters that something and makes it recognizable to the system, which we do not want to feed the system. We want to have the system starve in the pursuit of food. We do not want it to starve. We want it to have just see the rawness of its desire to get shit and claim shit and understand something and have it reach a point of complete failure and futility because that's hallelujah. Yeah. So hopefully when all you see that system is trying to reach and understand, you'll see it is not you. That's the point. So it's, it's working perfectly. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. It is. It's working perfectly. How many, how many meetings have you gone to and you understand and you go to other ones? It just goes on and on and on. How we understand is not a good understanding. It isn't. A good understanding is don't know, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So what we do here is we try to frustrate the system. We're not trying to conjole it or give it some hope or give it another, another map to the stairway to heaven. We're just trying to fucking see the emperor with no clothes so that you can see while it's wearing clothes, it has no clothes. Yes? Yeah. That's why we start in Zoom. You haven't seen anyone's pants, have you? In this, you know, have no. you seen a pair of shoes in this Zoom? No. So we're slowly working to that point. <laughs> no, no, people are wearing a pants or not, do you? We just assume they are. They could be butt naked from the chest, the chest down. We've had people take their clothes off without knowing that they were on Zoom. Yeah. So this is the emperor with no clothes, but you can't stay in a peak experience. I saw the emperor with no clothes. You gotta have an understanding that when it's wearing clothes, it has no clothes. Yes? You're not gonna stabilize a peak experience. You are not, it's impossible. Yeah? This is about dog shit awareness. This is not about parking in the stars in the sky. This is about traveling lighter throughout the day here. Yeah? And realizing there's no radical awareness. You tell me, uh, when does, all right, here's awareness happening. Uh, where it I got into a patch of radical awareness. Give me a fucking break. It's just awareness, dog shit awareness. There's no pure awareness or radical. It's not like, you know, there's honey. I, I like Manuka honey, yeah? Manuka honey from New Zealand. And they have, they have guaranteed authorization of the quality of their honey. So they have a thing called UMF and F and it has numbers. 20 is a really, has a lot of medical active properties, yeah? Awareness is not like that. There's not like a supreme awareness and then a, a dog shit level awareness and then radical awareness and extreme awareness. It's just awareness, yeah? Just, but it's, it's a, we've never been out of it. And that's why we can't get in it. We've never been out of awareness. Yeah, so I hope it I hope it hasn't helped. Yes. 
Yeah. But you'll be funny. You may come back because it's not helping. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Marianne. Thank you. Anybody else have questions? I'm going to start saying goodbye, hon. Okay. Anu did a great job by not doing anything. I excel at that, Paul. Thank you. Let's sell at that. That's that's <laughs> the Zed bitch slap way. No way. Oh, Colin Coyle. I don't see you, but welcome. Dana, always nice to see you. I think Dana is taking a nap. It's nice. This is how this is how angels look when they're asleep. She's like that. Very nice. You know Dana? Yeah, she's a, yeah. Mike Clark. Nice to see you, Mike. Steve San Diego. Hey Steve, I think we Mike will put it up or it's put up. We're having that talk in Temecula and the information will be on the website. We're gonna have a private thing at the house on Joshua Tree. We're not gonna announce it though, but we'll talk about it because I think it goes against the uh rules of something. So whatever, but okay. we'll have to make it on twentieth. So two this is you not this is you not announcing it, right? Yeah, I'm, I never <laughs> announced anything. I'm just stating it. Yes. All right, we. I'm gonna. Uh, yeah, I'm already signed up. So, Vlad, Vlad's gonna be coming here. Fantastic. We're gonna have Vlad here. All the way from Siberia. Yeah, yeah. to Portugal now, Maryam. Mary Ann, Bitterman, Crispy, Gary C. Nice to see you, Gary. Richard A., my friend from London. Uh, Richard, nice to see you, Richard. Paul's well there? Oh, good. Martin iPhone 10, Esther, Eric Platt. Yeah, the information's out, Eric. I'll see you down there too, live. Excellent. So, yeah. I'll see you. Rick Rowe, yeah. Rico D, Roman Mueller, Mark. He ate another canary today. Thank you very much, so, Paul. You're welcome, man. Thank you for your attention, the attention. Alex, nice to see you. Hey, listen. I can't see the others. Uh, oh, yes. Elon, Jules on vocals, Rich, Kimya, Rye, Keith, Fletcher. Hmm, I haven't heard that one. Uh, Elon, uh, Beth, Beth H. Nice to see you, Beth. Hi. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, hon. Yes. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Hey, I'll see these are all the friends here today. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. See you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Happy Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, everybody. Thank all you guys for being here. Have a great New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Everybody. Happy New Year, Rick. Happy New Year. Nice one. Cool. Yeah.
Who's left? Hi, Esther. Who's that, Mia? No, it's Beth from London. Oh, hi, Beth. Just say goodbye. Oh, goodbye. And who do you have plans for the new year? Hey, happy new year to everybody. Yes, happy new year. Yeah, I'm going to step out. I'll leave the meeting room open if you guys want to talk more. Okay.